head hit the shot from half court. MVP of all sports, coach put me in the game. You know I'm the truth born to feel bad. Competition, know the deal, coach put me in the game. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back to the Staley in English show featuring Coach Kurtz. I'm your man, Coach English, and I'm here with Coach Staley. Coach Kurtz is currently on the road. I know it's been about a week and a half since the last show, but once again, still trying to bring you some consistent love over the airwaves, give you something to think about. Um, we have had some uh, scheduling uh uh, faux pas, so to speak, trying to get this uh, episode down. We, since uh, the last show, have had an addition to the family, uh, uh, to Coach Staley's family as well as ours. Um, a, a, a new member of the Juke, a new member of the Staley and English show. Uh, congrats, congrats, congrats once again to a great father, Mr. Josh Staley. Congrats on the new youngin'. Oh man, I appreciate that, man. God is good. Yeah, my wife had little baby Leo Ali Daly. He came into this world on May fifth. He's a, a Cinco de Mayo baby. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Born May fifth. Um, he's about. He's actually a week and a couple of days old. Now I'm glad we start getting the months and, and years because I'm not one of those people that. It's gonna be counting weeks and saying stuff like 36 months and all that stuff. But um, we're really grateful to God that he came out healthy and strong and he's doing what babies do, eating, sleeping, and um, pooping. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's, 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 he's healthy, man. Um, got his big brother Jason growing up now. Jason has to be a big brother now. And it's just, it's been real, real exciting in the Staley household with this new addition, this little bundle of joy of what they call it. I call it um I call newborn babies sleep snatchers because they snatch all your sleep. Oh yeah. And um take it away, man. So we're really grateful to God for this little sleep snatcher that we got and you know, we gonna we gonna try our best to rear him in the right way and which gets into um but before I even do that man, how was your week? How was your week, man? Oh man, I had a great week, man. Um uh, had an opportunity to spend a good portion of my Saturday um, with my kids. Uh, that morning, um, I, I spent the morning, Saturday morning, at an event with uh, Ed Wilson. Uh, uh, he threw a, a little mentoring event for young men over at Middle Lake Park in Columbia, South Carolina. And it was a great event. He had some good speakers. Um the kids were broken up into groups, um, which young younger kids and high school age kids, and um, they cooked out, and um, um, they had me on the grill cooking. It was hot, but uh, for Ed, man, I do a good bit of stuff, man. It was called Mind Over Matter, um, you know, and getting through the mind of what matters. Uh, it was a great, great. Like I said, I enjoyed myself. He has some great speakers. Um, it's an event that he said he's gonna do. Again, in different cities throughout the summer. I think it's something that everybody can get from it, all these young men. So if you see it come up again, I'm going to definitely share it on the Staley in English show um, Facebook page and uh, Twitter. Um, but I had a great time with that. And then I took my kids down to Dano's Pizza on Rosewood in Columbia. Um, best pizza in the state of South Carolina. But here was the, fr- here was the problem. See, when you have kids of, of an age that know what they're doing, that know how to talk and, and all of that, I just so happened to not know that there was something called the Crawfish Festival on Rosewood Avenue. And what happened was, Mir saw a bouncy house, a very, very big bouncy house. And as we pulled into the Dano's parking lot, he says, ooh, daddy, I want to know what that is about. So, of course... After we eat pizza, 
guess what daddy has to do? We have to walk down there now and see what this big bouncy house is about. It costs daddy $15 to get in that. Plus $25 for 30 tickets. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> so. Spend that money, man. Eat. Eat that, eat that food and, and, and go to the bounty house, man. That, yeah, that. man. It, 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 uh, it was a great day, man. Came back home. He got the ride. He rode his four-wheeler. Edison got to shoot some baskets on his little hoop outside. And then they wore themselves out and went to sleep. Woke up the next day, which was Mother's Day. And they wanted to cook their mom dinner. So, of course, that's what they did. They cooked dinner, um, uh, which was which was good. Um, and you know, I, I had a good time this weekend, um, and this past week, the, the school year is winding down. So that's always a great time of the year for me. Um, we got about two weeks left, two strong weeks and, and I just can't wait for it to be over. But, you know, let's throw it into our topic for the day. Um, once again, Josh, congrats on, 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 on the additional Leo Ali. Um, oh, also shout out to your, um, your brother, Dave. Dave has uh, uh, a little business venture going, and we might need to get him on the show to talk about it. Uh, what's the name of it? Uh, oh, Proper Kickbacks. Yeah, Proper Kickbacks. Yeah, food looks good. You know, I mean, it looks good. I, I, I might have to hire him for an event or two. Um, but Yeah, if, yeah, we definitely can get Dave and, and, and the co-founders, um, Big, Big Matt and... and and Steve, man, we can get those guys on the show to talk about the proper kickback and the movement they got going. You know, big shout out to them, man. And you know, if you're looking for a cater, somebody to cater your event, somebody to just bring some real good food to um, any type of social, any type of event you have, man, you can go to the proper kickback. They're actually, uh, you can you can find them. Uh, I know you can find them on Instagram. You know, proper kickback. On, on Instagram and, and, and look them up and, you know, they're, they're high-level, top-notch, man. Good food, good people, um, good vibes. So um, look those guys up. Um, that's, that's, that's David Smith, um, Stephen Morrison, and, and Matthew. I think Big Matt last name is Thomas. I can't. I don't want to be wrong. Matt, don't be mad at me, but um, I think it's Matthew Thomas. So, yeah, just, just, just look out for those guys with the proper kickback. But, of course. We're going to get into um, today's topic. Today's topic, you know, this, this, is, a, this is a sports-centered show, but we, we tend to talk about a whole lot of stuff um, outside the realm of sports. And um, today's topic is going to be kind of serious because um, I think we're at a, we're at a, we've been at a breaking point. We've been at a tipping point. This isn't anything new. But this show is going to be um, focused on the importance of, of fatherhood, you know, um, shout out to all the moms yesterday was mother's day. And, um, we, we, you know, we want to send out all the love and, 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 and the respect to the moms. God bless my mom, you know, rest her soul in peace. But, um, shout out to all the moms that's doing their thing and, and being great mothers. And, you know, we owe y'all mother's day basically every day. You know, because without woman, there's no man. So we really, we really appreciate all the moms. But this show, man, we're going we to look at the importance of fatherhood and not just in sports, but also in life. This, this is, I guess this show is going to have a little more serious tone because this is a very, very serious topic. And um, we're losing, we're, we're, we're in a battle for our babies right now. And um, one of the main reasons we're losing this battle is because men, as fathers, we got to do a better job and step up. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to say we because because no man is perfect. Um, I have three sons myself, and I take this topic very, very serious and we, we, we are at war. We, we're in battles. We're immersed in battles. We are engaged in a war. And right now, we are really, really in high alert as far as saving our babies, man. And, and right now, I do sincerely feel a bulk of that comes from the lack 
of a true father. Not a father figure, okay? A true father in these in these in these children's lives, man, and, and as men. And we and we're not talking about all the other variables about what a woman does to keep you out of that child's life. We even gonna get into that a little bit. We we ain't talking about all them variables. We're talking about what we need to do. We we we're we're putting the responsibility on our shoulders as men, as fathers in this show to step our game up. Um, if you're from the Columbia area, the Midlands area, you know, um, you know, we lost, we recently, we recently lost a student athlete from one of the um, most well-known, renowned programs, basketball programs in the state of South Carolina. Um, a student athlete named Amon Rice lost his life to a senseless um, crime a couple of days ago, the um, kid was shot, and ultimately he wound up dying. I don't know all of the complete facts, but um, I coached against him this year. Good kid, really good basketball player, and um, that kid's gone. You know, um, someone decided the best way to handle their differences was to um, use a gun and, and make an effort to end this kid's life. Like I said, I don't I don't know the story. I don't I don't I don't know the facts. But what I do know is um it's never really it's never really um serious enough to take someone's life. And that 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 mom, that dad, I, I um that that they they don't get to call him son anymore. And that child's gone. So I want to send my prayers out to 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 Amon and his and his to Amon's family. Um, not just I mean, because you're not just affected. The victim isn't the only one affected when things like this occur. Oh no! So the actual the actual person that did it is also affected. You know, this hit home with me because. Take it, I didn't have a personal relationship with Mr. Rice, with this young great one, with this baby who, who's gone, who's, whose future could have been as bright as the sun, and it was abruptly ended. I had no relationship with him. However, several of my players did. Several of my players were affected by that. And I think that's the problem we have in this world today, too many people have the mindset and the mentality of, well, if it's not me, if it doesn't affect me, so what? I don't care. And we have to get rid of that mindset because this this system, this these this these trends and these chains will just continue to rotate. Until we actually start caring about someone else who who might not like this person might not have any bearing on our life, and I can easily say, "Well, it's not my kid. Kid didn't play for me." But I am deeply moved and deeply affected and emotionally drained. I'm not gonna lie; like I'm emotionally drained because it bothers me every time we lose our baby, especially to senseless crimes. It bothers me. It bothers me. It, it, it puts me in a place where I'm, I'm, I'm sad. I do want. I want to fight for change, I, and, I, and I'm trying my best with the with the platform that I have to try to move as many as as, as many as the kids that I come in contact with to move in the right direction to to try to put themselves um, with the mindset to want more for themselves, to care about their fellow brother, to care about their fellow sister. And um, I just I just want um, Amon Wright's family to know that, you know, you got our prayers. If there's anything the AC Floor family, basketball family can do, please let me know. And um, we, you know, I, I'll try my best to be there. But, you know, this is this is why we're doing this show. It's, it's something has to give. And one of the biggest things I think we can talk about is the importance of fatherhood, you know, fa- fatherhood 
is is something that can that can help change the tide. And and I want my fathers to man up. I don't want I don't want y'all y'all don't have the right to point the fingers right now and say, well, this is what's stopping us. They're, they're, they're hell with all that. You've all you you we've used our whole lives and generations and generations of excuses on why we 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 can't be the best fathers that we possibly can be. Now is the time to start doing that. You know, um, Coachy, I'm gonna let you go ahead and get started on what on, on the importance of fatherhood. And I'm gonna I'm get through some points on, on, on some of the things I want to talk about. Um, once again, to the Rice family, <clears throat> we want to say you know our condolences. Um, definitely from the Hartsville High School boys basketball team. Anything that we can do, in addition with uh, Coach Staley over there, Flora, um, as well as the Staley and English show. Anything that we can do um, to help or aid, just shoot us an email, um, uh, and and we'll be sure to do what we can um, to be there for your family. Because you know, a lost life, especially the senseless violence. In today's day and age, is what's taking what's going to end up ending what's going to end up being our demise, which is crazy. Like, <clears throat> yes, there is police brutality out there, and I understand all of that. But how can we how can we expect anybody to respect us if we're the ones out here taking our own lives? We're the ones doing it. We're, we're the ones that it, it's been that way for years. So, yeah, black lives matter and they should. But it needs to matter to everyone, to us as well. And 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 that that's a little bit of my spit. Like, I get a little bit of, um, I guess, emotional about it because of my background. I came from a violent, but, you know, growing up in, in, in violence and all of this and that. And I just happened to be one of the few of a good I wouldn't say few a good bit of people who happen to make it out and you too as well Josh you know and to see it be a continuum a continuum a cycle of just and, and but here's the thing Josh like what's happening today is different than what it was before see what's happening today is the older heads are condoning this shoot when we were younger older heads would not condone this type of behavior they were like, yo, you ain't about to be out here in the street with this. Like, you got to go home. Like, you're going to do something with your life. You ain't going to be out here like this, like us. And, and like you said, father figures, we're missing fathers. Fathers are what's missing from this. Not father figures, fathers. Like, coaches should be a part of a community that's helping the father who's supposed to be there. But for whatever reason, we're not. And like you said, this is somewhat of a call to action that, that the Staley and English show is trying to bring to you fathers out there who think that, you know, it it might not be possible for me to have a relationship with my child. Let me get personal for a minute. So, I have two kids from my first marriage. And I have not seen my, I've seen my daughter and son sporadically. I could blame the mom. I could, we could, we could, I could come up with a million excuses, but through communication, I've been able to open a door. I didn't quit on just letting it be or, or creating a mistake or, or, I mean, or, or letting an excuse stop me from saying, okay, I need to figure out a way to do this. I've had a door opened and I'm going to step through that door. It's been maybe two or three years since I've seen my kids. And it's not because of this show that I'm going to do that. This is something that's already been in the works. But I never quit on seeing them. And I think sometimes some fathers, what happens to them is so much time passes that they are afraid to do it because they're afraid of what might be the outcome or or or. Or what might happen. Or man. They mama this. They mama that. Forget that. Because it's not about you. It's not about your personal feelings. It's definitely not about her personal feelings. You do what you have to do. To try to see your kids. To, to make the best effort you can. To see and be in your kids lives. If all, if all that mama say. Is you can meet him at McDonald's for 30 minutes. Every Tuesday. 
or every third Tuesday of the month, guess what you need to be doing every third Tuesday for 30 minutes? I don't care what else you got going on. You need to make sure that you at that McDonald's, buying a six piece and some fries, and spending whatever that 30 minutes once a month with your kids if that's the only door that's opened. Because that's what they're going to remember. I remember a few things. My dad was very was rarely around for me. But there was a few things. It was mainly because, once again, getting personal, my dad was on heroin real bad. He came back from Vietnam completely screwed up. And his outlet was heroin. But, you know, no matter how high he was or whatever he was doing after the fact, and the fact that he had no money, my dad took me and my brother and my sister every Saturday to Barnes and Noble and read a book and had us pick a book to read, which was free. Only thing he had to do was spend money for a token for the subway. And then he would bring us back to my grandma's house and he would disappear again for the week. And then we would see him again on Saturday. So guess what we look forward to? Saturdays. Whatever it is that you got to do, because, you know, I don't know the complete, the ins and outs. And Josh, we talked about it before the show. I don't know the ins and outs of the story that you just spoke about. I just know I seen it on Twitter. I didn't know the kid personally. But like you said, it hit home for me because guess what? That could easily have been one of my kids. That could easily have been one of my basketball players. Especially with the environment that they end up in sometimes. And then do I want to wait till it touches home before there needs to be some type of call to action that's made? Is that what we're supposed to do? Matter of fact, the the the, the uh, see, uh, that, that but see that that's the thing, coach. But there's been man, there there are some people out there doing some unbelievable things. Um like, like, like you got, you got the Tough Project, project, who's um, reaching tons and tons of kids. I see, I see coaches going far beyond the call of duty, and there has been a call for action for years. But the reason why we keep getting back to the same point is because we aren't attacking the problem at its roots. All of these calls for action are 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 more like reactive. And that's not the knock because they're beautiful. Oh yeah. No. They're more of like re- reactive elements. Like it's someone else saying, yo, we gotta save these babies. But the crux of the matter is this from a father perspective we got to step our games up because every plant, every seed starts from the roots. And we have to get back to those roots. And how do I, how do I make this in comparison to that? Dad's got to get back in the homes and start raising our babies when they're just that baby. Teach them a life lesson. Because see, when you when you raise your babies in the right way, sports are easy. Yeah. Sports are easy. Because sports is just another another example of the things that can occur in life. Up, downs, trials, tribulations, success. Same thing, make you laugh, make you cry. Now, all of that happens. But, Dad, we got to get back to our roots. We have to, we have to, Step up and take accountability. We have to protect. It is your job, and this ain't no male show in the state, but it's your job as a man to protect your household, to protect your family, to protect your the, 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 the woman that, that, that had your kid, to protect your children. Even if it is not your wife or you're not even with the woman that you had kids with, it is still your job as a man to protect the sanctity of that woman. It is still your job. 
whether you're with her or not. You have to, we have to bring balance. Okay? Women are doing too much. It's too, I grew up in a single parent home, so, so this is very personal to me. My first conversation with my father, I might have been like 23. And that's being raised inner city DC. I moved down south. We still wasn't in a very high socioeconomic situation. So I had to fight through a lot of strongholds and barriers. But, my mom did a, did a great job. She did what she could do. And I'm here today to try to help someone else out. My son started calling me dad. They started saying daddy. And that's what I really started to understand. Because you know the saying, you can't miss what you never had. So I never really had a father. I've had father figures. But that's not the same thing as a father. And once my son started calling me dad, that, that thing got real heavy. And I was like, yo, it ain't about me. The hell, the hell with the hell with my shortcomings. Okay? My shortcomings had to become my strengths. And I and I could use my 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 shortcomings as an excuse. I had to bring that balance. I have I have to create we have to create tough love as men. We have to do it. And I'm just talking as men. We have to do that as men. We have to we have to create that tough love. Okay, and let and let these babies know that we're raising yo. If you make a mistake, here's how you're going to be admonished. Here's the lessons we need to learn from that mistake. We have to focus on our role. Swallow all the variables that go against you, so-called being in your child's life, and get it done. Whether it be baby mama drama. Because it still takes two sides to have drama. Whether it be finances, whether it be resources, whether it be location. Swallow all those variables and man up and get it done. Because we can have a call for action and action and action and action until we look like a Hollywood studio. But if we don't get to the roots, fathers, dad, pop, we're going to have issues. And it's not just a immediate life, um, dad to son thing. It's a, it's a, it's a granddad to, 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 to son. Like, oh, the father, teach your son how to be better fathers. If you don't know, find somebody that does know how to do these things. Because we have to start sharing the load. It is not the responsibility of a father figure. And I am very appreciative of all the father figures that I have. But it's not the responsibility of a father figure to bear the burden and carry the load of the absence of a father. We have to share the load. Stop allowing someone else to carry your weight. Stop allowing these women to carry all the weight. I don't care how much you might say, oh, she's crazy. So what? That's your child. That child didn't act to be here in this world. Yeah. You chose to you chose to make that child. So you have to goddamn man up and be there. Because if not, we're going to be having these speeches for the rest of eternity. Because see, all greatness comes from simplicity. And if we want great communities, if we want if we want thriving communities and, 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 and villages, we have to get back to the basics. And that fathers, your first responsibility as a man once you have a child is to be a father. These babies need us. Build your village by starting with your own home. Everybody says, Oh, take the village, you take the village. Well the village is strong when all of the homes are strong. So if you have a strong home, Father, and you build your village from your home, it is not difficult to go out into the village and help someone else build their home. Yeah. Because your home is in order. So we have to start our villages with our own backyard. And like you said, you know, you know, I and I and I would never say it because I won't I, I would not allow this to turn cliche. When we say black lives matters and a lot of people like to throw it in your face, like, 
and say stuff like, well, y'all killing yourselves. Those are two, two totally different elements, but understand this. Your neighbors aren't going to walk on your grass if they know they take care of your yard. Mm-hmm. If you take care of your own yard, your neighbors aren't going to walk on your grass. But if they know you don't care about your yard, yeah, they're going to throw some trash on that grass. Yeah, they're going to walk on it while the sprinklers are on. Well, actually, you're probably not even running the sprinklers because you're not taking care of your yard. And I want y'all to really think about that. I want y'all to really think about that. Your neighbors will not walk on your grass when they know you take care of your own yard. Yeah. It is what's crazy. And there's no there's no perfection behind that because some people are going to know you take care of your yard and they're still going to try to just destroy your grass. But because if you're taking care of your yard, you can see those threats well before they even become a threat to you. You see, because if you think about it like this, Josh, like in, in your in your analogy of what you're saying, you're saying if I take care of my yard, that's going to deter other people from stepping on my grass. Now, is it going to stop everyone? Yeah. No, it's not. But yeah. it's going to deter people. They're, they're going to see it as something different. They're going to go, hey, man, that dude there. He take care of that grass, man. He really do a good job. He spent some money on that. So I don't, yep. you know, I, I they're going to feel some type of way about destroying what you have built up. See, but if you don't care, which is what, what it is for us, we don't seem to care. How is it that we're going to be in an uproar? How can we be in an uproar about something else when we're not in an uproar about ourselves? Like we don't even and care that, enough. And that's what and that's what folks are talking about. We don't even say, care enough about. We don't even care enough about us. So why is anybody else going to? Fathers, fathers, we're we're fathers. We're we're raising our kids in cultural warfare. Okay. Um, and we're not we're, doing anything we're, to we're, arm them. We're, we're not doing trying, anything to arm them. We're trying to. Like, like, like the, the the black community. Okay, let's let's just make this clear. A lot a lot of people struggle with with talking about stuff like this, but and this is not a black or white thing. But to my black fathers, to my black fathers, we're raising our children. We're raising, especially our young men, in in a, in an element where we don't really know our cultural. See the crazy part about 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 being an African American, if you don't really get out and read, you don't really get out and research, we don't really have we don't really have a cultural connection that that easily connected to us. If this ain't no oh yeah, because of slavery, well it's because of slavery. That's the dang old fact. That's the fact. And it's layers and layers that goes along with that that create fatherhood problems in my race, in my community, in my culture. We have to raise our babies through all of those chains, drawbacks, and pitfalls. And I'm talking about ranging from music, mindset, to our style of dress. Now, the type of music we listen to, is it a rapper's fault that that, 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 that kids are violent or dad's not doing their job? No. That's cliche. My grandmother bought me my first N.W.A. out. My grandmother. But here's the catch. I was being raised in a manner where I knew that music was just entertainment. That music was just entertainment. It was like going to the movie and watching Arnold Schwarzenegger jump out of an airplane <laughs> without a without a parachute. Am I ever going to jump out of an airplane without a parachute? No, because I was taught at a young age, movies ain't real, boy. That ain't real, son. Don't you think you can just run out there and dodge 38 bullets, ride a missile, and jump off a plane without a parachute, and hang glide onto a building? That ain't real. The music was the same way. It's entertainment, son. You can't think you can, you can, you can get away with calling a woman a disrespectful name and 
and, 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 and riding through your hood doing this. This is entertainment. It's just like going to the movies. It's just like watching TV. So it never really, and, and I am a hip-hop head. I'm not ashamed to say that I love hip-hop music. That's what I was, I, I, I grew up with, that was a, a strong part of my culture. But I knew what I could apply to my life, and I knew what was straight entertainment. So now, how do I handle that now? As a man, I do I do monitor the, 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 the music that my sons listen to. Because me personally, I do think that is like, that, 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 that has a strong bearing on your mindset. I do monitor my son's style of dress as a father. I do monitor my son's mindset. What do you mean by your son's mindset? Okay? Well, he's my middle son now. He's my baby for the longest. My middle son, Jason, was not the strongest of readers. He's a phenomenal athlete. When he plays with his age group, the six to seven-year-olds and the five and six-year-olds out there flat-out dominate. But he wasn't the strongest reader. So we read every night. We, we, we celebrate when he does do this. And, and it's almost the end of the school year. He's one of the last kids. You got to get 150 points as far as reading. And um, they got this program at his school. And I really like the program because it, 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 it pushes kids to read. But they have two weeks left in school, three weeks left in school. And Jason is getting his T-shirt because he has 150 points. And we celebrated that. Because the mindset is this. Knowledge is power, young boy. I want you that you don't have to be cool. It being smart is cool. You don't have to have this 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 stigma about yourself of, oh, I gotta be tough and I gotta represent in order to survive. Nah. You be smart as hell, you read these books, you be knowledgeable, and you value every opportunity to learn. So when he came home today, his Aunt Tootie was here visiting the baby. He's like, yo, what's up, Dad? He's like, yo, Aunt Tootie, guess what? I'm getting my, and Aunt Tootie had no idea what he was talking about. I'm getting my shirt tomorrow, and I'm going to be on the morning news at school, but if I got my 150 points for my book, boom, mindset. So he's learning that as a first grader, then it's way more important to be a thinker, to be a learner, to be a knowledgeable person than it is anything else. Yeah. To be a, you know, and that's mindset. And those are the mindsets and the change we got to get our young folks to think with. But again, that comes back to fatherhood. My wife couldn't have done that all by herself. And whether we were together or not, because my wife is like, read, read, read. I'm enforcing it. Read, read, read. And, I, and, I, and I'm admonishing. Read, read, read. Stay on it. And boom. Jason went from being a freaking level four reader and he's up to 12, 13 in, in, in one school year because of the mindset that we develop. So guess what? In sports, it's a piece of cake now because now he understands that shit, if I grind and work hard and do the things I need to do, I'll be a really good football player, basketball player, baseball player, or whatever he wants to do. Because he understands the work ethic that it takes to improve and that process creates opportunity when you handle that process the right way. And and, and, and it's my thing. I want my kids being thinkers like my oldest son, Talent. He knows. You know, I've never wanted the parents to post report cards on, like, social media. But, and, and I'm not knocking that. Develop that mindset. Push that mindset. Let your kids know it's important for them to be smart. But Tyler said it the other day. He's like, yo, daddy, every time I make straight A's, you say that's what I'm supposed to do. Because that is, that's the mindset I want you to have, son. That's what you are supposed to do. We're going to celebrate you. We're going to reward you. But we're not going to, like, go out for pizza and cake every time you make A's because that's what you are supposed to do. And when your kids develop the, the fathers, when we promote those mindsets, the cultural, the cultural chains that we have to break, the cultural pitfalls that we have to avoid, become the chains become that much weaker, and the pitfalls become that much smaller, and they turn from pitfalls to cracks, and we can step over them, and we can continue to move. Stop letting all of our old fans that got us to this point like knowledge and power and, 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 and 
don't take education for granted. Stop letting those just be cliche sayings because they're real. They're real, and and and, and we have to get back to those mindsets. To those mindsets, yeah. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, dog. Like you, you on a roll. Like I didn't even have a like. For the majority of this, you took the words right out of my mouth. Um, the what we come back to, and it always, and I think it always comes back to this. So, what if the question that, because I talk to guys, a lot of guys, I, I had the opportunity to work for the Fatherhood Coalition. I, I came in and did a couple of seminars for them. Um, and it's an organization in Colombia that works with fathers who are having issues, uh, being on child support and, um, um, being in their kids' lives and stuff like that. And, uh, I got, this was the one question that I got most from those guys that were in those seminars. Well, what if I was never taught how to be a father? I said, just show up. It'll come naturally. Show up. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy that you say that. Because, again, I'm, I'm straight single parent home. Okay? My wife, my wife's, my wife's father, my father-in-law, straight single parent home. But we are blessed with this innate and natural inclination within just to know how to be a father when it's that time. And we make the choice. Whether and no one set me down before now would it have would it have helped? Yeah, it would have helped a lot. And I'm gonna make it a lot easier for my sons, but that's what you're supposed to do. Generations are supposed to build upon generations, not generations crumble generations. We're supposed to build. So I'm going to teach my, my son, and I'm already, and it's funny because I'm talking to my seven and my 10-year-old my about things it takes to be a good man, about how to treat their women, about what you should look for as, as, as a young man. And those are, are, are private conversations you got to have as a man because you're probably going to have to teach your son to do something better than you actually did. You know, you're going to have to swallow your pride and teach your son to be a better man than you. And... You don't have to have, I'm a living witness, you don't have to have a father to know how to be one. When Mike, when Tyler was born, no one set me down and said, okay, son, it's real now. This is what you have to do. Nah, boss. When he was born and I looked at that baby, I was like, yo, I got to get it done. I know what to do. I, I, I have to be a protector. I have to create that balance. I have to get that tough love. Tough love. I got to carry my weight. I can't make no excuses because I could have easily said, well, nobody told me how to be a father. Ah, I'm afraid. Let me walk away. Hell no. Stop being weak. And man up and do your job. Dude, me and my wife, did me and my wife see eye to eye on everything? No, we still don't see eye to eye on everything right now. But here's what's crazy. It ain't about her. It ain't about me. It's about us raising these babies the right way. And and, and and when we do those things, when we raise them the right way, they're not going to be perfect things. Mm -hmm. They're going to be a little bit better than us. Sometimes they might be a lot bit better than us. And then the generations build upon each other instead of destroy each other. And that's the problem. And when that baby from Royal Richland, and like I said, I don't, I don't know the story. But here's why it hurts. I'm connected. We're connected. See, I'm not, I'm not going to allow all of this to make me like, like, like crime consistently happening. I'm not going to allow that to make me cold or make me immune to it. I'm not going to just look to make a hashtag and tell somebody to rest in peace. Nah. I want, I want to change, so we're going to get to the roots, because I am connected. Whether you want to be connected to me or not, we all are connected. And that's black, white, Asian, Hispanic, it doesn't matter. We are 
all connected. And because of we are and how are we connect, you might say, well, how are we connected? We're connected through love, care, hope, future, inspiration, aspiration. We're connected through all of these things. So when that mom lost her baby, I felt like I lost a child because it hurt that much. Because like you just said, Coach, it easily could have been one of your kids. When that coach lost his player, it easily could have been one of my one of your kids, one of one of my players. Like I just lost a player. You know, Andrew was my first point guard as a head coach. And he passed away just a couple of weeks ago. And that thing burned me and it stung because of the connections you build with your players. Yeah. We are connected. And when we realize we are connected, we're going to start caring more about each other's well-being. I want my white brothers and sisters, my Hispanic brothers and sisters, my Asian brothers and sisters, my African brothers and sisters, my European brothers and sisters. I want everybody to thrive and do well. Do everybody have that mindset towards me? Heck no, they don't. They don't. I'm not going to even front like they do. I'm not going to front like they do. And here's where it gets beautiful. Your negative energy has no power or dominion over what we're trying to do. And fathers, when you get down to the roots, get your hands dirty, get your knees dirty, stay in the mud, and raise your kids through the good, the bad, the pretty, and the ugly. And, uh, and give that child someone to call daddy through thick or thin. And the process begins now. It's not going to be a perfect process, but you can begin to see the light. Yeah. And I use my son Jason as an example. Like, Jason, like I'm putting out there, Jason was struggling to read. He was struggling. But I didn't give up and say, oh, whatever, he can't read. He got it in the mud. We forced ourselves. And, and, and one of the most beautiful things happened. You know, you know, my wife had the baby, so I'm, I'm staying home some days with her. I should have I should have really took maternity leave and maternity leave, whatever it's called, and just stayed home with her the whole time. But, hey, you know, yeah. Help out a little you know, bit around the house. You should do it. Like, I want to pick Jason up, man. And I'm going to tell you how beautiful this thing is and how important fatherhood is, man. Like, Jason knows now that, you know, daddy's serious about reading, so I would have picked him up early from school. Because I ain't going to lie, I pick my boys up early whenever I can. Because I want them extra minutes. You know, they do what they're supposed to do in school. Let me get some extra minutes for my babies. So, I would have picked him up. And he came out, and he stopped right in the, in the, in the lobby. He's like, your dad, I got something. He's like, what? He's like, yo, I need one more point to get my 150 points for being a scholastic reader. And I left my two books in the classroom. I said, well, go back and get him. He said, I can go back and get him? I was like, yeah. So he ran back. The secretary was so excited that he was, like, excited about reading. He came back. He got the book. Heck, I don't even know if he read the book over the weekend. But just the pure fact, just the pure fact that he went back to get it. He went back to get it. He's being tested on him. And his mindset has changed. See, the battle, we're being tricked right now, Father. It's not, you don't need finances. You don't need the, 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 the best materialistic things to raise your children. All you need is heart, purpose, and love. That's all you need. Mm. If you, if you, use those, you use those three things. And I'm not the richest man in the world, but I realize my wealth comes from what I put into my children. Boy. My wealth comes from what I put into my children. And now... I'm doing these things, and because I want my children to have a better life than I did, I'm going to get up off my ass and I'm going to work a little bit hard. Because I want my children to have a bright future, I'm going to get up off my tail and, and, and dig a little deeper. And, and you realize your wallet does not have any bearing on your fatherhood. Just your time, your heart, your love, your purpose. Time is one of the most important resources we have. Your babies need your time. They need your time. They need your time more than they need that day on child support check. Okay? 
these babies need that and and i i can't stress and and this ain't no dad fashion show shout out to all the dads i know some hella five fathers they do a great job oh yeah I, I i have i have really good friends brothers that are great it's crazy because i my circle's tight but all of my sons call my close friend uncle <laughs> you know, because we're brothers, and 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 they're and they're, and they're great, and it's vice versa. Their kids do the same thing because they're great fathers, not perfect fathers. Great fathers that are working towards perfection. There's a difference. You might never reach perfection as a father, but work towards it. Give your babies a fighting chance to be better than you. Yeah. Swallow your pride. Swallow your pride and all that stuff. And raise your kids, man. And um, once again, man, we gonna as we kind of wrap things up. Not just the young great one that lost his life in the last couple of days. Um, shout out to um the Lord Richard family, Coach Gators, and your staff, Coach Lucas. I guess it's some real good men on that staff, man. Some real good men, and um. We here, we all connected. If you need me, I'm here. But it's not just that young great one. This this is for all of the young great ones that lost their lives prematurely. Because they probably could have been guided a little bit better. They could, probably could have been loved a little bit harder. Peers, hold each other to expectation. Hold each other to a different standard. Want each other to do well. We aren't fighting for the same resources. It's enough resources for all of us to be successful. We all can be. It's enough food on the plate for all of us. Don't let anyone trick you to think any different. And um, let's change our mindset. Let's change how we look at ourselves. Men, let's change how we look at fatherhood. Like I said, the men are doing a great job. Keep it up. I learn so much from my peers all the time. You know, I, I, I'm always trying to be a better father. I'm looking at these great men that that that, that do a great job. I'm learning. I might not say it, but I'm learning from y'all daily. And um, let's let's get our babies back. But it's not going to be a program. It's not going to be a, a, a camp. It's going to start with fathers. It's going to start at the roots. And um, I love y'all, man. Like I said, it's a serious show. We gotta, we gotta change this trend. But the only way is insanity to keep doing the same thing, expect different results. Fathers, we gotta get back. We gotta get back in the home. You ain't got to be with your baby mama, but you got to be with your babies. You got to be with your babies, and it ain't no excuse, and it ain't no way around it. And and do whatever, do whatever you need to do to get it done. I'm done, Coach. I'm gonna let you close this out, and then we go from there. Um, from. Uh, Coach Kurtz, Coach Staley, and myself. If 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 you are a father and you have not talked to your child or, or or spent time with your child because you felt or because she's kept you from or whatever whatever the excuse has been, I challenge you right now because this is urgent. I challenge you right now to just send a text or call and just say hey is there any way I could either talk to her or I can come see her or him I just want to spend 30 minutes an hour I challenge you to send that right now like right after listening to the show like as as soon as we get the outro, shoot, forget it. As soon as I'm finished saying this, stop the show right where it is. Send that text, make that phone call, because being in your child's life is urgent. It is always an emergency. Reason being is that young lady needs to know that her dad is there. That young man needs to learn from his father, not from a father figure how to be a man and that is not to down talk or 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 to diminish the importance of father figures but at the end of the day we're here 
I mean, and, and Coach Staley, you know, he's a father figure. Coach Kurtz is a father figure. Myself, I am a father figure. To those who do not have fathers, um, 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 our good friends, too many to name, although our circles are tight, just don't want to leave anybody out, are all good father figures. But it is a role that has been thrust upon us by those fathers who were not around. I had a conversation with a, a lady friend of mine whose her daughter is <laughs> new to this world. And the father has not seen her, doesn't even know her name. I challenge him today. I challenge every single person that is listening, every single man who is listening to the show, who does not have a relationship with their child to make that phone call, make that initial phone call, make that initial text. Don't worry about what you hear back. All you have to do is say, hey, what do we have to do? To allow me to see my child What do I have to do Ask what you have to do What do you need to do Because that right there is the first step And if that text isn't responded to Text again tomorrow And if that, and if that one isn't Text again the next day And then if that one isn't Text again the next day Let me tell you a quick story that I heard at the Fatherhood Coalition, they had a, a guy who was speaking with me, and he said that his son's mom kept his son from him for six years. He tried and he tried and he tried to get visitation. He paid lawyers and he dissed. The mother always finagled her way around and figured it out to keep him out of her life because she felt as though so hurt by him, she didn't want him around. Okay, whatever. Do you know what that man did? That man said, I would get every other weekend, every other major holiday, and two weeks in the summer. So what I'm going to do is, I'm going to write a letter to my child telling them what we would have done had I picked them up. Because one day my child is going to come looking for me. And he wrote that letter every week, every other weekend every two weeks in the summer and every other major holiday and just mailed it to himself and one day his 17 year old son came looking for him and he said I know I, 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 I understand that you may have heard some things about me he pulled out this box of letters that were date stamped because he mailed them to himself he said here just read these first and then let's have a conversation Listen, no matter what it is, there's no excuse for not being in your child's life. Do what you have to to be there, period. And I'm challenging you guys right now, you guys that are not in it, because there's somebody listening to the show that's not there or can't figure out a way there. Have enough strength right now to send that text to make that phone call, because at the end of the day, the most important thing that you can do is be in your child's life. It is not money from everything that I have learned from everything that I have learned. It is never about the money. It is about the time that you invest. They don't care about a child support check as long as you're there. So, Amen, man. On, Amen, man. Shout out to all our listeners, man. On that Take note, home, yeah, shout out Take to our home. listeners. Um, usually we're a little bit lighter, but uh, 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 in, in the shadow of Mother's Day, shouts out to all our mothers out there in the shadow of this great tragedy uh, 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 Young Rice a young great one shouts out to the LR family in, in the shadow of all of that we felt it necessary to have this show done Coach Taylor texts me he says I don't care what we gotta do tonight we have got to record this show no so, doubt. No I, doubt, he said I don't care what we do it, it has to be recorded today and so I hope you got something from it. You know what it is. You know, you need to contact us, email us. You need to, you got any show ideas, uh, 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 any comments, concerns, criticisms, hit us up. The Staley and English Show. That's the Staley A-N-D English Show at gmail.com. You can hit us up on all social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook, Snapchat, um, it, it, uh, listening to the podcast You can catch it on any medium Anywhere that you can listen to a podcast You can listen to the Staley in English show This show in particular Hashtag 
Fathers Matter. That's all I want you to do. Hashtag Fathers Matter. Any single comment you make, hashtag Fathers Matter, because we do. At the end of the day, keep keep God first. Everything else will follow. Peace. Peace.